Some episodes might not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. You really think an adamantine armored red dragon is just going to let you waltz into his forge and use it? Oh, no, no, no. There was... I don't remember what we were supposed to do. Forge of the Dragon Lord, our party embarks on the most traditional of adventures, raiding the lair of a powerful and ferocious dragon. But this is no ordinary dragon, and the Vault of Embers is no ordinary lair. Dragons are ferocious and greedy creatures, red dragons doubly so. Protective and vengeful in the extreme, plundering a red dragon's lair is a task reserved for only the bravest or most foolhardy. Within the Golden Archipelago dwells not just one, but dozens of red dragons, including the vengeance-crazed Pyre. From within his lair, the Vault of Embers, he assembles an army of dragonborn and war golems. When his plans are complete, he will unleash his army upon the Dragon Queen, who crippled his wings long ago. The party will need all of their wit and skill to infiltrate the vault and defeat the maddened dragon, for only the incomparable heat of Pyre's forge will allow them to melt away the adamantine shell of the fallen star and unlock the secret hidden within. Last, uh... Last session, as well as the last episode, we, uh, you guys finished your business with the travels from the Mermaid City, you traveled to the archipelago, made trades with individuals, fought Marrow, Mercer discovered how dangerously bad it was to use a keg after blinding himself. (laughs) Yeah, accidents happen. Um... Aurora took you into her mother's uh, court, Lex. Um, Esther got the information from Korshak on how to get into the Ember, the Vault of Embers, to deal with Pyre. Simultaneously, Mercer was trying to find a nicer bag of holding for Celine. Came across uh, a good old buddy of his, Captain Catapult. Not corkscrew, not cannonball, not core shanks, but as Captain many times Catapult. As you go dead <coughs> and say, I'm going to yeet that thing over there and go, Catapult, you think you would remember the poor man's name as I spit <laughs> all over you. Meh. Sorry. Names are hard. And miraculously. This man jet staring me dead in my eyes. And miraculously survived right. not one, but two hits yeah, from an adult red dragon and a red grape worm. I take personal on that. Huh? I take personal on that. You take personal? Yeah. Like a personal mm-hmm. achievement? Well, it's kind of a running joke. Like, if you kill something or survive something, you technically win the fight. I'm taking personal on that one. I get all the experience. Mm-hmm. Too bad this game didn't run off experience. It runs oh. on milestones. Hey, doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll still take it. <clears throat> and you guys got to the island of Soothold. Not Soothold, Soothold. Yeah. Where you... Now, when I 
when I was looking back on this, I thought you guys got through the first three hours. To my surprise, you got through the first four out of six hours. Oh. And uh, that's when I had realized my my mistake, and I'm just now realizing that. You don't there it is. Up. I have the book off. in front of me. Oh. Okay. I have music playing. Do you? You what? I got some music playing. Some nice background music, royalty free. You know I put background music into the episodes, right? Every single Tell episode. Tell me you don't listen to your own podcast without telling me you don't listen to your own podcast. Well, how else am I supposed to keep up with everything? How do you think I remember all this stuff? Well, um, fair, but you're the DM. You're you take, supposed to. You take to. proper notes to, like to, a uh, supposed to. Exactly. you got to take notes, man. Is that to your, is that to reiterate something that I caught in one of the past episodes, yeah. at current, Zabak, Mercer, and Celine all have, have bags, bags of, of holding. holding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For all some right. reason, we had forgotten <clears throat> that. Um, the other yeah. thing I was going to point out was in the last episode, we kept referring to the Dragonborn Patrol as kobolds. They're not kobolds, and the reason why I say that is because one of the random encounters does involve kobolds, and it's completely different. Um, they were dragonborn. The ones where <laughs> you used your second keg, they became blind and deaf. Because mm-hmm. you used the keg, and then you used the Big Bertha alchemical explosion. Yep. And you had pointed out, have you ever seen a blind, deaf person try to run away? It's not very good. He's <laughs> ran into a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, so with that being said, you guys have two hours left. Um, the first encounter and the fourth encounter you guys had were both against wyverns. If I recall, you had been collecting uh, scales off of the wyverns, correct? Yes. Just from my own knowledge, how many scales do you have right now? Oh, let me look. seal it properly after you're done. What? So as long as you seal it properly after you're done, you shouldn't have any problems. I don't necessarily need to seal it. It's going to be indoors. Okay, so I'm going to write this out now. So uh, out I have 60. Three sets of 20. Okay. Okay. The only reason why I'm asking is because depending on how far you guys get tonight it's not critically important it's not a necessity but there might be a possibility that those scales become handy to you so i just wanted to know how many you had um given that it is easter weekend it will be a very very funny little uh, side note if you guys do get to the end of the game tonight be kind of a funny little coincidence oh easter egg (laughs) (laughs) 
So, with that being said, I need another round of survival checks oh, as you guys continue to travel. Come on, you know that's my least. The last <laughs> encounter was the uh, War Golem oh, Defects Graveyard thing and the Wyvern. Celine mm. gives Mercer advantage. Or not advantage, but. Um, Inspiration? Yeah. Well, it's gonna matter. Don't waste it. <laughs> well, you never know. Do. <coughs> oh wait, no. My my inspiration's a D eight now. Oh my gosh. Uh, it doesn't matter. We're the same. Have to spray paint this crap. All right. What did everybody get? All right. Celine got a fifteen. Ooh, Esther That's got a pass. Esther got a five. That's a fail. And this is a bad guy, 12. That's a fail. I'm sorry, man. What did you said? Celine got a 15? Yeah. What she's the make? only one. Uh, Mercer got a 12 as well. Okay, so <coughs> three out of four fail. All right. So let me uh, roll the dice and see what you guys come across here. The, uh, real quick, the poison from the wyverns. Mm -hmm. uh, are they on injury? Are they on contact? Are they. I believe it is. Injury, let me pull this up real quick and I will tell you. I'm pretty sure it's injury because that poison applies after the after an attack. Man, this is this is bad. This is like five mm -hmm. codes, man. Stinger. Uh yeah, it's upon injury because okay. after the hit, that's when it says that the target has to make the con saving throw. Got it. How many of those things of poison did you get as well? <clears throat> Three? Okay. And I did tell you how much poison damage it was, right? Yes. I just didn't have what style it was. All right. So there's a little part of me really hoping it was contact. <laughs> All right. So we are looking at... Where did my... Are they still in the box? Sure. Okay. Possibilities. So I need to roll 2d6 now. <laughs> Snake eyes. Oh. Fun, fun, fun. Oh, All right, so you guys are continuing down. You get past the uh, you get past the the war golem area, and I'm assuming if Mercer had more time, he'd be going all out trying to see what he could possibly construct. Oh yeah, Selena's basically dragging him by the ear. <laughs> He's just like, wait, 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 what, what, no, mom. <laughs> You guys, you guys have kind of pretty much become familiar with what wyverns look like, sound like, etc. Yeah. And as you continue to travel, you come across one side of a ledge where the ground has created a hillside. And you can see a spot where the acid rain from earlier had really downpoured at the top of the hill. Mm -hmm. And just as that starts to happen... Oh, where to go? Uh, you start to hear um, loose soil and stone bereft of the plant life that had once held it together. Uh, movement or the din of combat that has shaken the stone loose and has triggered a small landslide. Okay. I need dexterity saving throws from all four of you. This is not going to be a go. What? 
How the heck did Esther get a nat 20? That... <gasps> as much as I would love to say Celine got that, she did not. Okay. What did everybody get? Mercer got a 22. That, that makes it. Celine, Celine got a 10. That fails. Ooh. Well, maybe with Esther's natural 20. That makes it. She can kind of... <laughs> Brace Celine so what, that what she doesn't What did Esther fall. get? She, Celine, Esther got a natural 20. Oh, what did Zabak get? Zabak got a 21. Okay. So anybody who got over a 13 makes it. Uh, if you got under a 13, you fail. So um, the ones who made it take three points of bludgeoning damage three. from rocks and soil. Ow. The failure takes seven points of damage. That landslide also causes a... Uh, causes a screech in the air as it uh, disrupted another nest where another wyvern was at. And you guys see another wyvern come flying around. The first thing it does is... That's not the wyvern we were using. Uh, yeah, it was. We were using a chromanicore. That's oh. a three-headed chimera thing. It's, it's the chimera. This is a game of make-believe. <laughs> I can make believe that it's the thing you say it is. But it flies up, sees you guys, and you can kind of put two and two together on what it's thinking right now. Ah, uh, crap, guys. It it's thinking you guys messed up its nest. Oh, crap. I'm thinking it's parts. Oh, man, they're mad. They're really mad, man. Sorry. Just before you guys roll initiative, you can also give me... Attacks of opportunity! Perception checks. Man, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> oh, there it is. Okay. What was this now? Perception? Yep. Okay. Well, Esther perceives something with an 18. Uh, ba -ba -ba 14. Is it back angle perception? <laughs> Porcelain. What was it? 14 for Celine. Four. And 14 for Mercer. Okay, 14s will both get it. What did Zabak and Esther get? Esther, my guy. I just had it in my brain. 18 for Esther. And uh, that's going to be a 3 for Zabak. Okay, so the 3 doesn't make it. Uh, well, um, what was the other one you said? 18 okay. for Esther. So Esther, Mercer, and Celine all hear it. They hear a somewhat high-pitched voice go, Come on, you offset! Get moving! Way off in the distance down over here. What was that? But the hillside comes down on an incline so you can't see them at the moment. I just have those set up there so we know that they're there. All right. Wait, wait, are we like in a little valley? You were coming across a cliff side this way. Mm. This is your cliff, mm, mm, mm. but it's coming down on an incline. So way off in the distance, you can still see the Vault of Embers, like you're up on a hill. And that's where the landslide came down and hit you, disrupted the wyvern's nest, and the wyvern saw you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. now you guys are going into combat. I'm just trying to figure out the topography, man. Oh, yeah. Consider yourselves like somewhat on a steep hillside. Got it, got it, got it. That rounds basically towards me. So I need initiative rolls. Alright, man. That's gonna be a dirty 20 for Zabak. And hang a 19 for Esther. Hang on. Just a wyvern. 
Alright. Uh, How dare you? Celine. Uh, she got a 15. It's a back. It's a back. My guy got a dirty 20. Mercer. 19. And Esther. Oh! Also 19! I have a 3 in my decks. So does Mercer. Oh! Okay, both of you guys roll d20s. I'll let you go first. That's fine. You're going to give it to Mercer? I'm going to give it to I Mercer. I roll a natural 20. Okay. Yeah, there you go. So we'll go the back. Mercer. Wait, wait, wait. I got to roll. Do, 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 do. I got to roll for the freaking wyvern. Make a mistake. Oh! Okay, what's the back? No, I'm just gonna give it to the back. Oh, okay, um, cool. The wyvern also got a twenty. So oh, let me change that slightly. Here we go. I'm in danger. We'll go to the back. The wyvern, Mercer, Esther, and Celine. Um, the same three who heard the screeching. Also now hear that same voice go, Ah, it's a wyvern! Everybody take cover! Wait it out! Zabak, what are you doing? This thing is currently on the Did ground. Did Zabak hear them say that? Uh, if your characters heard them the first time, they heard them the second time. Mm-hmm. If they didn't hear them the first time, they didn't hear that either. Okay. Um, well, Zabak didn't hear that then. Um, Zabak is going to pull rope from her backpack and tie it into a lasso. Mercer Snickers. And wait. That's all, that's all. I can't do anything else. Alright, y'all stay back! I don't see what. Y'all! And an Irish accent? Oh, that's... I didn't like that. I don't like myself from what I just did. <laughs> Alright. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. 65, so it flies and lands right here in front of the four of you. Okay. <clears throat> oh, crap. Why <sighs> oh, you want to play then? Um, I need you two as the players to each roll me a d20 and what? tell me what you got. I don't like these odds. Natural 20. I didn't even get a chance to roll, man! Sucker. Roll your dice. <laughs> Mercer runs away. Fifteen! Okay, Mercer gets hit first with the tail. Dang it. <laughs> and that's a crit. <laughs> Sorry. Oh! <laughs> this time I win! He pushes me! He attempts to yeet me from my seat! How dare you! So he takes 20 points piercing, oh and then I need a con saving throw. Oh no. For once, it's not me. <laughs> <coughs> horrible tank fails again. Come on, tank, tank. No, it's too hard, man. Uh, hard. Con saving throw? Yeah. How does a 16 get you? Ooh. Oh, you made it. You lucky, man. You're going to take half damage on this. Good, because that took almost half of the Mercer's life. <laughs> he almost saw his life flash before his oh eyes. Oh my goodness. Well, he might still see his life flash before his eyes. <laughs> it's really just a long orgy punctuated oh, by gold. Yeah, I hate it when I do that. <laughs> Would you believe he's never had any? What? <laughs> he's leading to have been getting freaky forever. Come on, you can't... No. No, that's, that's the envisionment of... Uh, 
Zebek and Esther. They're not hooking up. They haven't yet. Oh okay, so I rolled God. 30. You made your roll, so you take 15 points poison damage. Ooh, Mercer is almost dead. Oh, shite. And then bad. it goes to bite Zebek. I'm going to laugh if he completely whips this. Great. Probably would, it. too. Just because that's how it goes. Nope, that's a crit, too. Ah! <laughs> I'm not kidding. I rolled two 20s in a row. Well, that's my... I'm starting to think I need to go get a lottery ticket. That's my karmic <laughs> repentance for making fun of Mercer. So, that's going to be another 2D... Where they, there they are. Oh, no. Come on, buddy. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. What'd you do? Rolled the worst kind of crit possible. Max damage? No, the worst kind of crit no, you possible. Take, you take puny damage. Oh, you take, for you. Bad for you. Got it. I rolled two ones. Good for me. Which doubled is four, oh. which means you take eight points piercing damage as it bites the back. Oh, what was that for? I could have done upwards of 16 points of damage. That would have been <coughs> more aggravating. And now it's Mercer's turn. Come on, man. As this thing nearly wiped the floor with him. Uh, so from a playing field's perspective, is it like wide open basically where we're at? Yeah, think of it like a, uh, you remember how I said the wasteland thing, right? So yeah. So it's not desert, it's more like compacted. Cool. Mercer dirt. takes the disengage action and runs 25, or yeah, 25 feet this way is towards uphill. you. Okay, that's what? uphill. I don't care. That's how he runs. Okay, that's you why I was asking. That's why I was asking you the, the. You can get to this cliff side right here because this is where that landslide hit. Yep. And so you can't unless you try to climb it. Nope. Got to nope. be at this Because I think that's about twenty-five from where he's at. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Yep, right to here. So he just bolts straight. To yeah. Here. You just see him go. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, uh, Esther's turn. Oh man, this is bad. This is really bad, man. Okay. Hey, buddy. Can I borrow two D4s? Stick with the photography. Uno, dos. At third level, Esther's gonna launch some magical missile right into his face! Oh, you guys are Almost down. <laughs> What'd you do? <laughs> it went so hard, and I rolled one. Oh, it, at least at least half of what she rolled were ones. Two. It's like all the dice four, had some sort of pre-meeting before six, the game was decided to eight, <laughs> work in favor of one specific direction. 15, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Sixteen points. You said 16? Yeah, man. Feels bad, man. Feels real bad. I heard myself today. I rolled a seven. Bruh. He just tosses them back into the bin and literally rolls better than I did. <laughs> I am disgusted with this whole situation. Alright, it is Celine's turn. Celine's a little up. Time to go heal the little guy. It takes off. And runs over to Mercer. Our glass cannon okay. cannot die. She's just outside of range, so 5, 10. She has 30 foot. 
I'm talking about his reach. He has 10-foot yeah. reach. She's just outside of it. So it doesn't cause an attack of opportunity. You said she runs up to Mercer and heals him? Yep. Okay. She's going to uh, expend four charges on the staff. And that's 4d4 plus 4. The shape that this weird ceramic bell thing is, the only thing I can do Sorry. Sorry. Seven. That's fine. Seven. He heals back 11. And then bonus action, um, healing word. Would it be a Which team player, Celine? Just, if I remember correctly, it is. That is the wrong spell sheet. How dare you? Ruh row. Inexplicable. Inexcusable is the word. Unacceptable! Unacceptable! <laughs> oh, I know it. There is. I'm just blind. I can't read. My Mabel. Uh, yeah, that needs to be a new oh, t-shirt. Man. Unacceptable and then a, a picture of Seven. an opera singer. Man, it's literally carved in there, too. This is stupid. <clears throat> You're not a good artist. So That was crap. Between that, she heals him back 18. Yeah, buddy. That's almost the full amount of what damage he did. In the it? first one. So, he's a little over half again. Yay. It's a back's turn. What's she doing? All right, then. She's gonna try to last him this thing. <laughs> so, um, can I recklessly attack to lasso? Um, you would. It would be the equivalent to almost like a ranged unarmed strike. Okay. So, so instead of using your strength, use your dexterity. Alright, So, do I get? If I do like reckless attack with this, can I skip my bonus? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Because All you're right. not actually attacking him. Alright, I'm gonna try to lasso him, you know, whatever sticky outy bit I can get my rope on. Decent. Oh, and I gotta add what, my dex? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be 19. It'll be your dex and your proficiency. Okay. Because it, it's rope. Everybody's so, proficient with rope. Yes, yeah, so. Plus whatever you rolled. So 16 plus 3, 19 plus another 3. <laughs> it's gonna be 22 to okay. lasso. Yeah, you lasso a hold of them and you get. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it to you. You get it right around its neck. Aha! And she's like yanking down on him to get him to come down back back down to the <coughs> and contain him. And that's the back's turn. Literally just focusing on getting right. this thing lassoed and down. Okay. So it is his turn. You just lassoed him. He ain't happy. So he's gonna to try to back away, which means I need opposed strength checks between you and the wyvern. Right, it's a party, man. No! Well, he's getting loose. I rolled a two. Hmm? He's getting loose. I rolled a two. He ain't getting loose. What? He's able to fly half his speed while you have him grappled. And he drags you 40 feet. Oh, that is worse. That is worse. Can the bag just Five, let go once she realize she's being two, dragged? Like... 30, she's pretty 35, smart. I feel like she would. 40. Well, that that's up to you. Are you going to let go or are you going to get dragged? How far would he drag me? 40 feet. 
Would that still be in range of Mercer to do something? Anything? Mercer is still well within range of it. Okay, yeah. So as long as it's within like 120 feet of Mercer, yeah. Mercer can do stuff to it. Yeah, I knew that. Alright, yeah, she's gonna hang on. She's just gonna hang on, man. Alright, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Looking for any rocks 40. that are sticking out that could potentially um, raise her little And then I on. need a dexterity saving throw from Zabak. Shit, okay. Come on, Zabak. No. Why are you like this? Dexterity? Mm hmm. Nine? Nope. I should let go. Man, this is purple. She takes eight points no! of uh, slashing damage as she gets dragged across the dirt and rocks. Ah, somebody help me! Mercer! And it is Mercer's turn. Mercer is going to quickly um, reach into his bag and grab... Um, an alchemical explosion container. Mm-hmm. Catapult. Yes. It's a dexterity saving throw. Yep. My guy. Thank you. Seventeen. Okay, so it'll take half. Oh. Um. And then, uh, does he? Are you gonna make him do the dex save for the explosion as well? Or how are you doing this? Which explosion is it? It's it's the alchemical one. It's on contact. It <laughs> blows up. Well, yeah, it'd be the same as any other explosive. Okay, so, so then roll another, the damage for the catapult. Well, then it'd be another dexterity saving throw to see how well he does on that as well, because you do the save for both. That's how you've been doing it. Right. I'm just. This is for my own mathematics, because he'll still take the damage either way. Correct. But so the first one's from catapult. You need right. to make the second save for the explosion itself. Right. I want you to give me the damage for the catapult, and then I'll roll oh, for the save for the explosion, it. and you give me the damage for that. Got it. Okay. <laughs> to our listeners, I apologize. I'm fighting a cold tonight, so if I'm coughing a lot, that's why. It's not the other thing. It's just a common cold. Same BS we all deal with every freaking year. It's not the plague, I promise. One, two. Man, it's turned purple. Twelve points from the catapult. Is that already halved? No. So six. Oh. Six. Yeah, it, it was a weak roll. Do better! I try. It doesn't always work. Uh. Alright, and then he needs to make a deck saving throw for yep. the explosion. explosion. That's a five. Nope. Uh-huh. It's going to take the full brunt force of that thing. <clears throat> Ten points. <clears throat> Not bad. Acceptable. He didn't like that. All right, so is that all of what Mercer's doing? Mm-hmm. Esther's turn. All right, man. She's going to lob another uh, magic missile at him. But this time, she's going to do second level. So that gives me... Oh, no, first level is four missiles, right? You're Just curiosity, your guys' characters are fifth level, right? Yes. Yeah. 
So Esther does have third level spells, correct? Okay, I just wanted. That's to why I cast that the first one at a third level. Well, I just I haven't heard of I can't recall any third level spells that you've cast, so I wanted to make sure you knew. You yeah, I know. Levels. I just haven't. Um, okay. And I get four missiles to start with at level one magic missile, right? Oh uh, no, you get three. Thir and okay, for every so level second, above yeah. that, you add an right. additional missile. Oh. Second level. Why is this so much better? This is mm, okay. What'd you do? Fourteen. Oh, that is pretty with good. With four darts. Esther's like, man, get at it. She's like aiming for his face too to like help blind him. It doesn't blind him. I know, but <laughs> like it's very disorienting. <coughs> All right, so that was Esther Celine's turn. <clears throat> Celine is going to do. Yeah, um, the. It needs to give a wisdom saving throw, please. You said Ooh. wisdom? Yes. Yeah. Five! That is a fail, wow. sir. I'd be very surprised if it was not a fail. Me too. It takes five points of psychic damage, and it will have disadvantage on its next attack roll. Yeah. Remind me of that. Will do. I'll remind you. I will be back in a moment. Okay. Uh, that was Celine. Yes. So Zabak. All right then. She's gonna try to yank him back towards the rest of the party and like down. Okay. So opposed strength checks again. He's already on. on the ground, so you're just at this point pulling him. He got a. We get man. Twenty. Twenty-three. Oh man, I got twenty-two. <laughs> Okay, yes. so you're not able to pull him, but he also doesn't pull you. Nice. So you guys are at a stalemate. Alright. Well, that's okay. He ain't going nowhere. He's kind of... I mean, I imagine I'm kind of, like, distracting him, so... Well, yeah, you've got him pinned there. He can't go and do anything except try to swing at you. Which makes it his turn. Oh, crap. <coughs> uh, yeah, he's going to try to bite and uh, hit you with the stinger. I don't appreciate that. Hey, you're the one who lassoed him. Yeah, I realize that. I thought it was going to help. So, bite first. Crap. Uh, That's a 12. That fails. <laughs> Stinger. Stinger probably hit. Ooh, what'd you get, man? Well, I rolled an 18. Plus 7. So... 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25 to hit. Oh, yeah, that'll do it then. That's, that's not good for me. That's not good for me. Glow in the dark. This is going to be my best mushroom. Alright, so 25 to hit you. And. At least the back can take a hit. Eight points of uh, piercing damage, and I need a con saving throw. Okay, let me get the eight points down. Wait, and a con throw? Okay. <gasps> What'd you roll? It's gonna be a ten. Nope. 
Because the back might be going down. Oh, crap. This is bad, man. Oh, well, the magic number is 33. The magic being necromancy. 30 points poison damage. Oh! That... Oh, crap! Oh, and Zabak lets go of the rope to try to stumble backwards. It is, is Mercer's turn. In a bad, bad way. Um, Mercer is going to cast uh, Scorching Ray. Okay. Scorching Ray! Really? Um... Does a 12 hit? No. Okay. Does a 14 hit? Yeah. Okay, and then a 19 hits. Mm -hmm. No, a 19 totally failed. <laughs> you missed it, boy! So the first ray is 14 points. Okay, hang on a sec. said 14 yep okay and then the second ray is seven points okay and then mercer goes well i'm going that way and runs 25 feet backwards mm -hmm. yeah yep. i think i think we uh are in trouble If it's any consolation after that, it's not looking too good. Um I was supposed to do this at the beginning of the round, so I apologize, but Man. everybody go ahead and give me perception checks again. Oh no oh! Uh, Esther got a natural twenty. Zabak didn't perceive a darn thing. <coughs> Mercer 21. So Esther, Mercer. Celine 15. And Celine. What did Zabak get? Zabak got like 9. Okay. So the three who did get it start to hear it again. Except this time, instead of hearing the, the higher pitch voice, you hear a deeper, more growly voice going, I don't work for you! And with that, it is Esther's turn. Uh, we may have an unexpected ally ahead of us. <laughs> She's gonna lob another second level magic missile at this boy. I am so mad. My anger knows no bounds. 13 points. What? I'm sorry, what'd you do? Magic Missile for 13 oh. points. Okay. Yeah, really not happy anymore. Uh, and then Celine's turn. Um. Um. Feet 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. 
she does healing word on Zebek. Uh, okay. She regains seven. Uh, What's hit the points. range of that spell? Sixty feet. Dang. I already counted. Okay. Um, From where I was sitting, I couldn't tell. Yeah. Um, so seven points back to you, Thank and she you. heals. Freaking rage! All right. <laughs> and then she runs 25 feet back, and she's like, you're on your own! All right. As the back prepares to hulk out, because now she's mad at herself for forgetting she could do this. She's a big dumb. Poor <laughs> So whose turn is it now, my love? The back. Heck yeah! All right then. How close am I to this thing? You uh, are within ten feet of it. Literally within. Okay. Am I like? Could I hit it with my bladed oar? You have to move up five feet. Okay. She's gonna step up five feet, raging. That's a bonus action, and she's gonna attack recklessly because you know, yolo. Oh, good. Dang. You said she moves up five feet. It moved up five feet. She's got her bladed oar. She's going to take a swipe at it recklessly. That's going to be, oh, I don't know, 22 to hit. That's going to hit. It's going to hit, yeah. Remember, you're not submerged in water. I know this. I know this. Okay, just making sure. Okay. I need a D12. It's this one. <laughs> oh man, I kind of, out of the corner of my eye, I'm like, oh shit, am I wrong? Yes! Yes! Take a picture of that. Yes, sir! That is gonna be max damage! How much? 17 points of damage for my first attack, my guy. Okay. For my second attack. You might kill it this this round. It's gonna be a nineteen to hit. That's a hit. <coughs> Man, why did it do me like that? Seven points of damage. One hit point syndrome. No. It's turn. Son of a biscuit. Great. So I got. Horrible shot. Now I've got one hand on the freaking rope instead of two. No, you said you let go of the rope. Oh, that's right, I did, and I was trying to back up. Mm-hmm. Like a dum-dum. Okay, yep, 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 yep. And you recklessly attacked it, didn't you? Sure did. Which means it has advantage on you. Anybody in our party secretly necromancer? Because we might need one. All right. You were the last one to hit it, so... That's just horrible. coming for me. First, it's going to try to bite you. Please don't bite me. That's a crit. That's not nice. And then the stinger. Oh, oh no. Oh, it only gets advantage on the first hit, doesn't it? Sure. That's going to be an 18 for the second hit. So back's going down, man. An 18 hits you? No, oh, yeah, no, an 18 hits you. Okay, hit. okay, so it right. just it's just the crit from the bite, then. Oh, thank God. Ten points piercing damage. That's it, man. Down she goes. Take half. Timber. Oh, I'm raging. That's right. Yes. Five. That's why the bar. That's why the bard yells at you. 
Rage, you idiot! Rage! Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot I could do that. She's mad at herself. The bladed ore functions as a plus one great axe, so you should be making attack rolls and damage rolls with a plus one. Yeah, I've got it all figured in there. Do you? Mm-hmm. Okay, because yeah. last time I asked you about it, you said no, it's just a, just does a little extra damage, that's all. So you, you swing with a plus one. Yeah. And you do a plus one. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we were. Yeah. No, I've got it all figured in. All right. All right. So that is uh, its turn. Mercer's turn. Come on, man. Don't leave me hanging. Uh, From what he can see, it is not looking good. Not looking good. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, he's he's well enough and ticked off. Um, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Consider this space 10 feet. Okay, so 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 65, 70, 75, 80, 85. You're dashing. What hell else are you doing? Oh, I ain't no, I ain't no No, dashing. he ain't getting close oh, to that. Are oh, you kidding? Oh. No, he's figuring up a range, dude. Mercer sits there and goes, I don't care. Scorching ray. <laughs> he just got to hit it with one ray. <coughs> Don't that's miss. Not... Well, that's a fourteen to hit. Yeah, you. That's another it. fourteen to hit. You, you killed it. Oh no, he's 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 going all out, and that one poofs in his face. But still, uh, let's see, that's yeah, D six, one of those. Yeah, I'll take you this time. No, I don't. I want you to. So the first Scorching Ray, that's 17 points. Heck yeah, man. And then the <coughs> second Scorching Ray is an additional five points. I think you got it, man. I think you killed it! I think, I think he's dead, Jim. You, you literally scorched it. <laughs> that was the plan. <laughs> it fought down go boom. Perception checks. Shite That's uh, not very good. Ah, is the back is going to perceive something now? My god, it's a miracle. Mercer's too focused on uh, blasting the thing. It's back down to 19. Esther. Not as well. Are you ready for numbers? Uh, yeah, go ahead. It's back with a 19, Esther with a 9. So Esther doesn't hear it. 12 and 10. So Celine Z- was a 12. Okay, so Zabak is the only one who hears it this time. It is the sound of the has the back heard the the kobolds at all up to this point? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, so 
for the first time throughout this whole thing, Zabak is hearing, I said get to work. And you just hear this smacking sound, like somebody getting hit with a stick. Oh, well, I'm not gonna tolerate that. Come on, lad, somebody needs us. And she charges forward. Sling goes, uh, you're really injured. Keep up then, lassie! <laughs> uh, I'm taking care of this thing first. Well, that's probably wise. Turns it plots back over. Oh. <laughs> uh, you're really hurt. Just saying. <laughs> the rage, as the rage has worn off, she realizes, oh, I'm very hurt. Alright, so what are you doing? Uh, Zabak is well, waiting for Selene to heal her. Selene is going to use. Uh, one I of assume her... everybody goes up to here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she's going to use one of her uh, third level spell slots to um, heal Zabak for 3d8. Thank you. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. You gain 20 hit points back. <coughs> oh, freak yeah, man. And then bonus action. About halfway. You know you have your flashlight on? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, you gain an additional 8 back Ooh. with uh, the bonus action healing word. Thank you. I'm feeling lively. Is Mercer or Selene going to try to... Oh, yeah. Mercer is absolutely going to be salvaging. All right. Um, so this guy, this wyvern, uh, while it still had the same stats as any other wyvern, was slightly larger, mm -hmm. which is why it was able to almost literally kill Mercer in one go. Yeah, so you're going to get man. eight chances to get... Um, scales off of it. Okay. And you're going to get four chances at poison off the stinger. Okay, so one. That's a fail. Um, and it's a, you're wanting me to do survival or nature? Survival. Okay, so that's uh, 12. That'll make it. So... That's an 18 by itself. That makes it. Uh, that's an 8. That goes. That's 17 by itself. That makes it. That is a 12. That's a 6, so that's a fail. And that's a 15. Alright, so out of the eight, you got five. Five sets. So 20 times five. 100. You're able to pull a decent amount of uh, scales off this sucker. Wow. And I mean, I'm not saying you're picking off scale after scale. No, you're skinning sections of scales off of this thing. And then poison? Yep, you get, like, what did I say, four tries? Yeah. Four. That's a fail. That was a two, by the way. Uh, that's a 19. That's a success. Uh, that's going to be an 8, so a fail. Most likely. Mm -hmm. And another 2, so only 1. 
One more dose of poison. And at this point, then Mercer decides after he shoves all that into his bag, um, he then goes and figure out where that voice was coming from earlier because he heard the first two. Alright, so now that you're done dealing with the Wyvern, one more perception check, and you guys get advantage on this one. So you've been hearing this constantly at this point. Oh, good deal. Okay. Perception for Mercer is an 18. <coughs> <coughs> oh, yeah, buddy. 18 and 19 plus whatever, respectively. Uh, Selene with a 23. Okay, so you all make it this time. Now, the only reason why Zabak didn't notice it the first time from where she was standing is because she was dealing with the Wyvern. From where you guys are standing, you see three kobolds uh, with, like, red painted marks on them, like, to signify that they work for Pyre. Mm-hmm. And you see what appears to be a red dragonborn. But just as you notice it, you see one of the kobolds taking the tail end of a spear, so the blade side down, mm-hmm. and hit this guy. Oh. And that's where he goes down to one knee, and then the other one clocks him upside the head. And that, and that's where you hear a kobold go, You were told to do a job! Foot! Alright. One more perception check. Uh, back is getting With advantage or without? Just a straight. Mercer's <laughs> a no then. I don't think either of these are gonna... Celine got a uh, 23. Okay. back got a 2. She's seeing red, man. Alright, and Esther? Esther, uh, 10. Okay, so Celine's the only one who sees it. The second hit, when he gets hit upside the head for a split second, remember I told you he looks like a red dragonborn, right? For a split second, there's like this weird wave that goes over his his face, and it goes from red to almost like a crystalline blue with little uh, slight edges of a black ebony glass, like over the eyebrows, along the jawline, mm-hmm. uh, edges of the ears, and then goes back to red. Mm-hmm. And he about falls over unconscious. Can Celine make an arcana on that? Sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> Most likely. That's a four plus. It was that to try to figure out what he was? Uh, to see if she if it was an illusion. Oh, okay. Because I assume based on on that quick flicker, she assumed it's an illusion. Okay. So that's what she believes, but she doesn't know for certain. You said she got a two. Uh, she rolled a four. Four plus um, zero makes a four. You could totally believe it's an illusion if you want to. <laughs> <coughs> All right, so what do you guys do? Well, Zabak's going to charge on down there because they're abusing this How far away are they? Uh, let's <laughs> see here. Sixty, sixty-five, seventy, seventy-five, eighty, eighty-five, ninety, ninety-five. From where feet. Mercer is standing, he is exactly one hundred feet from this first cobalt. You said how? Hundred? From where he is and where this cobalt is at, hundred feet. Okay, so Mercer. So Mercer is going to use his action to summon his force cannon. <clears throat> Bonus action, he's going to blast the first cobalt. Okay. And Celine is going to. Uh, Right behind that, she's going to cast um, um, 
Uh, what's the range on that real quick? These three first level, one second level. No, sorry. Three first level, one third level. So I still have my second level spell slots. <coughs> she has three of those. Uh, she's going to cast Firebolt as well on the Cobalt to the, what would be the character's right. So this guy. Yeah. Okay. Do they have them by surprise? Yes, because they're focused on him right now. Okay. So then... Mercer's... As a side note, so far, everything related to dragons you've come across on this island, since you've gotten to the archipelago, have been red dragons. Mm-hmm. So everything's red. So Mercer's attack is 20. Okay. And Celine's is going to be a 21. Those both hit. Okay, so... 2d10... So Celine's Firebolt does uh, 13 points of fire damage. Okay. And Mercer's uh, Force Cannon does 9 points of force. Alright, they're still up, but you now have two of their attention, and by association of seeing it, you have the third guy's attention. This guy, no, this guy takes advantage of that moment. Mm-hmm. As a bonus action, he sprouts spectral wings off of his back. His move action is he flies straight up. And then as an action, he throws both of his hands up, and you see clouds start to form around him in a 60-foot oh. radius around him. Mm-hmm. And he says, I said I don't work for you! And three bolts of lightning all hit where he was standing. They all made oh, and failed dexterity saving throws, and they each took 9d10 lightning and just went lightning. <laughs> Gosh dang it. And they all flew out, and that's where he lands down, and he's huffing and huffing. The wings go away, and he's like, <sighs> Celine uh, moves. They like, so Mercer and Celine move forward. They move forward. They're moving just their normal movement per round mm-hmm. at this point because they still don't fully 100% uh, trust this individual. <laughs> Meanwhile, in Esther's head. <laughs> and uh, they're staying out of the range of the spell because 60-foot radius means it's coming out to like right here. Well, so as they... soon as they're all dead, he drops all the spells. Okay. 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 All right. So, like I said, ah. they move forward. Um, As they approach, they see him with a dagger looting all three of them now. Friend or foe? Hey, babe. <coughs> so in Esther's head. What the heck? <laughs> you know this song, right? She, As she's looking at this other dragonborn. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no. I, I, she's fallen in love with this other dragonborn, just like... So powerful. Oh, God. <laughs> Lord. <sighs> he stops. He looks up as you see him grabbing a light hammer off of one of the three of them that didn't have a spear. He looks up and he goes, 
I could ask you for the same thing. Well, we just tried killing two of your uh, captors, so not foe at the moment. No, they, they found out I was... They found out something about me that I didn't plan on them finding out. Selene so goes, was, oh, you're not a red dragon? And he gives, like, a death glare straight at Selene and goes, excuse me? Oh, you went all crystalline for a split second when they uh, <coughs> knocked you on the head. I'm assuming you have some type of illusion up at the moment. <sighs> Give me a second here. Illusion, oh, he's beautiful, man. All right, is she trying to be deceptive? No, she's okay. being 100% truthful. He goes, let me ask you one single question. If I wasn't standing here right now, what is your purpose for being on Soothold? Um, how do I put this? As Mercer kind of sticks his foot in his mouth and is like, well, we're trying to overthrow uh, Lux. He just kind of shrugs his shoulders. You know you're on the wrong island to overthrow Lux, right? Well, yeah, but I need the dude's forge so to be able to do so. So I, it's kind of a multi-pronged attack. We take, we go here first. I get the forge. I do my thing. Then I go over there, and then we figure out what to do after that. He smirks and slightly laughs under his breath a little bit. He goes, you really think an adamantine armored red dragon is just going to let you waltz into his forge and use it? Oh, no, no, no. There was... I don't remember what we were supposed to do. <laughs> oh, shit. You know, it occurs to me, I don't either. I mean, which isn't surprising for me, but for you, it's a little bit surprising. Oh, Intelligence checks, oh, and Jesus. Esther can make it an advantage because she had the conversation. Yeah, see. <laughs> Good thing Esther got an advantage on that. It was, what, what check was it again? Sorry. Straight intelligence. 17 for Mercer. Well. And a... Was it going to be 16 for Esther? Yeah. So both of those make it. And a... And uh, 15 for Celine. Celine remembers. Six, and a 16 for Zadak. Okay, so you guys all remember when you stop and you think about it for a minute. Oh, yeah. We're supposed to help Aurora by taking out Pyre. Let Aurora have the credit so she earns uh, favor with Lux and give her the chance to overthrow Lux. Right, we're right. Here to over, we're here to take down Pyre and then use his forge for our... Purified adamantine. Well, she doesn't say that. No, that's what you guys are remembering. Yeah. So, like I said, we're here. You know, we got, we got, you know, multi-prong tack. We got to take him out. Well, Once we yeah. do that, we give. Uh. Wait. You know, Whose side are you on? Yeah, man. Hey, guess what? We started selling merchandise. Check out the link in the description below and see what we've got. Well, I'm not on his side as he points back at the Vault of Ember. Are you on Lux's side? No, I'm... Okay, cool. Then, uh... Cool, man. 
then we're we're basically we're gonna somehow dethrone that dude, use his forge, give the credit to Aurora, and Aurora can then dethrone her mom. Okay. Esther's nodding enthusiastically the whole time. So this whole point. Ultimately, I just want the forge. That's all I care about. Despite the conversation you guys are having, he has this like. I, I, I don't want to say face. stupid look about him, but like a blank, mindless look about him. You see a, you see that same wave again that Celine saw, but mm-hmm. now everybody sees it, and his whole body changes. He is actually a sapphire dragonborn with specks of a black ebony brimstone about him. Mercer reaches into his pouch, Esther grabs fates. his tools. That looks like your uh, scales are quite uh, valuable. Don't even try it. Esther has fainted. Can I have one? <laughs> no. Half of one? No. Quarter? Uh, you saw what I just did to Esther. these three, right? Fine. <laughs> Puts his tools away. Is anybody going to help me with Esther? She has literally passed out. Looks back. Celine. Pulse check. Why she got a nosebleed? Eh, she's fine. <laughs> Poor dear's got a nosebleed too. <laughs> She'll survive. Anyways, um, so uh, what's your what's your business? I'm from the realm of Mechanus. I stole a potion that was called a favor of Mecca in order to gain an advantage in a battle to try to win the favor of Mechanus. When I lost, I decided to take matters into my own hand, and as punishment, I was plane shifted into this realm. I can't get back. So I was plane shifted into there, and was stuck in there for about four years. Well, that sounds fun. You no. Know, I was being very sarcastic. Oh, okay. There's a small kobold in there named Zam trying to throw a revolution against Pyre, and he's failing horribly. <laughs> oh, well, I guess we're his backup. He's just not as smart as you are, I guess. <sighs> Esther has regained consciousness. <sighs> well, if do you guys know where you're supposed to go, or how to get in there? Uh, that's a big negative. All right, if you let me come with you, I can help you get in there. I just want to get off the freaking island. Oh my God, you're coming with us. If we, if, we, if we help you out, can you give me, give, me a, give me a scale? Why do you want a sapphire scale? Because it's sapphire. Here, you can have one of mine. Esther rips one of her scales off and hands it to you. Now leave him alone. Mercer puts it in his bag and goes, I still want the sapphire one. What kind of dragon is Esther? She's a bronze dragonborn. So she's a metallic dragonborn. So anyway, he like he said, he takes the scale, he puts it in his bag. I still want the sapphire one. No! I, I, I'm up to uh, about 160 wyvern scales. Okay, good for you. I'm just saying, I, I'm, I'm a collector of, uh, we'll say, shiny things. And you're quite shiny. At least I've asked politely. Esther wheels on you. 
He's beautiful, now leave him alone! You take down Pyre and we'll talk. Deal. Now, I'm going to make a DM call here. You remember a few sessions back when I said Mercer always has a way of nearly coming to the edge of becoming evil and then does something really good to avoid it? Uh Uh-huh. He almost went evil when he tried to attack uh, Catapult in Lux's court, but had good reason because Catapult was, in fact, an evil person. Mm Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a 50-50 thing. Now he's showing pure moral politeness to a sapphire dragonborn who he's never met. And he's being kind and respectful. I just want one scale, please. He's wheedling. That's not kind. Mercer goes through an alignment change to chaotic good. Don't worry, it won't last long, let's be honest. There's a good chance he's going to get that scale weather one way or another. If you kill Esther's <coughs> beloved, she'll oh no no be back. no! There's gonna there, there'll be a point at probably at some point where like if he doesn't get it, it'd be like he gets ready to plane shift. He grabs his tools and yanks a scale. Bye. He uh, said he can't plane shift. No, but with however we get him back, I imagine we're gonna help him plane shift somehow. It's gonna be one of those things where it's like at the very last second. Last bye. second. Alright, so do either of you remember uh, what Korshak said about where to go and how to get into the vault? You know that I don't. I wasn't there for the conversation. No, but I assumed Esther had relayed the information. Well, yeah. So you guys don't remember at all? I nope. know. Alright, need another round of intelligence checks. Oh my gosh, this is not fair. Our characters know this. Ooh. Uh, Mercer doesn't remember at all. He was too busy uh, trying to blow up uh, Catapult. Um, hey, he remembered the name. I actually have it wrote down. Because <laughs> for some reason, on my piece of paper, I have a I have Captain Catapult Death Warrant. Oh my lord! <laughs> you know, you that whole little interaction became the the little scene at the beginning of the episode, right? It, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Um, Celine gets a 19. <coughs> so Celine remembers from Esther telling her. What did Zabak and Esther get? Zabak got a 17. Esther got a 14. Okay, so Zabak and Esther both remember. Oh, wow. Korshak told Esther that they needed to go to the southernmost, the southern smokestack of the vault that's sticking up out of the ground. Because unlike all the other smokestacks, that one on occasion stops. It's an older uh, smokestack. It was used much earlier, but in recent years it was stoned off, so it's just a smokestack. And because of how much older it is, it sometimes stops once in a while, and that would be your opportunity to try to come go down the smokestack and then use the wand of stone shape that has one charge left on it to clear a tunnel through the blocked off section to get into the vault. This is an incredibly risky venture. Oh, yeah. Let's get on it. Every game is a risky adventure. Well, Especially with Mercer. Yeah. <coughs> uh, every, literally just traveling town to town is a risky venture with you. Exactly. So you guys have one hour left to get through. Survival checks. Man. 
And like all of you, your, your unknown friend is terrible at survival checks. Cool. Uh, We're all gonna die. Mercer didn't break a 10, and Celine got a 16. Six so, or nine. Four fails and a success. So, last hour, and you guys can see the vault within reach. And yet. Let's see here. We're all. Every single roll has been a creature and terrain encounter. Every single one of them. Why are you doing this to us? Another double set of rolls. Ooh, what is this? Do do do. Please don't kill my characters. I have already lost one. Oh, gee, many Christmas. All right. So, as you guys continue to travel, you enter an area where narrow fissures crisscross blackened earth, emitting gouts of flame. (coughs) And you know you have to cross this area to get to the vault as it goes down into a very deep, hefty ravine. You can tell that this is a one-way-in, one-way-out section. So... This is not good for Esther's complexion. Everybody needs to give me dexterity saving throws. No! Actually, I think I'm good at those. Oh! Not when I roll like that, I'm not. Dexterity? Yes. Oh, and I gotta roll for this guy. Man, the bad one in here is a freaking 10. This is some crap. Well, your unknown friend made it. Alright, what did everybody get? Esther got a 14. Friends back got a 10. Mercer got a 17. Celine got a 9. 9? Okay, if you beat a 10, you only take 6 points of fire damage. Oh, 6 points? Yep. And Zabak didn't make that, so... And if you didn't make it, you take 12 points of fire damage. Oh, man. That's not... As that happens... Um... You said 12? Dang. What is everyone's passive perception? I got a 9... So no and no. Oh boy. This is bad, man. Ten for Mercer. Nope. 
14 for Celine. Celine's the only one who notices it. As you guys cross the first section of these burning vents, three of the areas where gusts of steam come out, three blackish looking creatures have come up out of the vents from behind you guys. Oh no. We got com- company. What? Behind Ah, crap. So put you guys up here. And I'm not going to try to put all those together right now. Oh, man. Why would you? Set that there. As... There we go. These three have popped up right here. So you guys aren't caught off guard, which means everybody can just go straight initiative with no problems. This isn't going to go well, I don't think. So I made a brief mistake and thought we were recording. We didn't. Um, we rolled initiative. It's going the monsters, Zabak, Mercer, uh, their new friend who they still don't know who he is, Celine, oh. and Esther. Mercer doesn't care. Um, <laughs> the monsters tried to swing oh, yeah. at the new friend, Esther, and Celine. Missed the two dragonborn and hit Celine and paralyzed her. And then Zabak moved up to try to hit one of them. And did you already roll to hit? I did. Does a 14 hit? A 14 does hit. Sweet. And that's going to be not great damage. Uh, <coughs> it's going to be 11 points of damage for my first attack. Okay. Because I have two. For my second attack. Ooh, ooh, yeah. That is... Why can't I remember that? It's a 21 to hit. That's a hit. Heck, yes it is. <sighs> Same damage, man. 11. You kill it. Sweet. Oh, that wasn't bad. So, the... the does that paralysis wear off since she killed it? Um, yeah. I don't believe so. Okay. No. The reason why I say that is because in my mind it's like somebody throwing a rock at you and causing a concussion. Even if you kill them after they threw the rock, you still have the concussion. Well, I didn't know if it was a Can't spell effect or something. So, I think it's an after effect of getting hit. So I wanted to check. All right. So that was Zabak's turn. Uh-huh. Mercer's turn. 
Um. <coughs> Mercer's going to move around where he can get, you know, actual line of sight real quick on number three, but staying without, staying outside of melee range. Right to there. Yep. And he's going to fireball. With a 13 to hit. Um, that is a hit. Okay. For 18 points of damage. Ow. He not looking too good. And then, so that was what? He moved uh, five. right here. Five, ten, fifteen feet. Ten the other direction. So right here next to the back. Yep. All right. That was Mercer. It's this dude's turn. He kind of ticked off. You just murdered my friend. So. He takes that light hammer. And as part of his action, he casts Booming Blade as he swings it, and as a bonus action, casts Thunderous Smite Holy shit. to hit him. <laughs> he definitely hits. Up. Now I gotta bring up his stats again. Uh, <sighs> doing too many things at once here. That's the one I want. Okay. Uh, 10, 11. 11 points. And then... Dang it. That was on number one. to make a strength saving throw with the d20 there it is it made the strength saving throw so it's not in uh it's not smacked back 10 feet but it is surrounded in booming energy if it tries to move and uh yeah that's his turn um then it is Celine's turn, so attempt to make the saving throw. Nope. Nope. Still paralyzed. Esther's turn. Right. One is not looking good, and three is looking horrible. Well, I do believe this may be my... No. My second to last magic missile. So one of them hits number three for three points of damage, and the other one hits number one for four points. You hit three for three points of damage? Mm -hmm. Okay. And you hit number one for four points of damage? Mm -hmm. Did I get him? No. Oh. They're both still up. Man. <coughs> 
Alright, so top of the round. Um, dexterity saving throws from everybody. Celine is going to fail automatically. Is it magic related? No. Because she's like paralyzed. Oh no. Dude's fine. I know Zabak doesn't make it because she got a six. You're aiming for a ten. Oh, Esther made it. Ooh. <coughs> Mercer just made it. Eleven. Alright, so if you made it, you take five points of fire damage as the vents explode with more hot steam. If you didn't make it, you take 11 points fire damage. Oh no. The back is in very bad How about shape. The, the ghouls? Did they get... They came from it, so they're unaffected. That's how they were able to try and sneak up on you. Okay. You know, I think maybe we ought to turn back. And rest up a little before we try this. This is we're in a bad position right now, guys. He looks over at you and goes, Seriously? You're that worried? Man, this is bad. They're almost gone. What? And it's their turn again as they both try to swing at Esther and this dude. As the Mercer and Celine are looking horrible. <laughs> yeah, we need to turn around. <coughs> We've made a mistake. So, first swing on new dude. Oh crap, they actually hit him. I did not expect to swing that well. Oh, and they did max damage. Ouch. Now he's not mouthing off so much. Uh, and then I said a dex saving throw, right? Con saving throw. Which is at a plus five for him. Oh yeah, he makes it. So he is not paralyzed. Uh, the second one goes to swing at the back. Oh. So it moves. Seven. <laughs> huh? So it moves through. No, I'm sorry, not Zabak. Esther. Oh, Esther. No. Excuse me. Esther swings at Esther with a seven. No man. So completely misses. Um, Zabak's turn. Okay. Go ahead. I have one super healing potion. Okay. I don't have the stats for it though. Uh, I told you it was a superior healing potion. Superior. All right, give me two seconds here. I'll find yeah, it superior. Out. Uh, do do Eight d four plus eight when you drink it. Okay. Do you have enough d fours? No. How many do you have? I got enough to do it in two pulls. Okay. <coughs> do 
23 points of health for that turn. Well, that's good. Ah! She slams it back. Oh, crap. Sorry, I'm out. And I can't attack after that because that was like my Wait, so back drank that? Yeah. I thought you said it was the back's turn. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know Zabak got hurt. Yeah, Zabak's got messed up, man. Okay. She's only at about half health after the last healing that Selene did. Mm. And the healer mm. is currently stuck. That's right. That's right. Okay. Can That's... I grab Selene? I chug a healing potion and then, then can I grab her? Yeah, she's paralyzed. <laughs> so I, I Slam that back, grab Selene, and try to get her away from them. Alright, so you can move your full speed, your movement speed. Dragging her, do you go this way then? Mm-hmm. What is your movement speed? 40? Mm-hmm. 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Don't worry, dear, I won't let you die. You get the sense that she's like, thank you, but you uh, you can't see any facial movement. <laughs> I have a feeling you'd be thinking. So it is Mercer's turn. Um. second here. I just need to double check something real quick. No double checking. Just go. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, Marsha grabs a stick of dynamite, lights it, and throws it right into the middle of everyone. No, wait! I'm kidding! <laughs> you know I'm messing with you! You can't just let him do this! DM! Please! I'm pretty sure he's joking. I know. That's what he's... He's doing the dynamite, but he's doing it intentionally. He's going to throw the stick of dynamite far enough that they uh, <coughs> only the ghouls get caught in the blast. But I got I got to remember what the, I didn't mark their range, so I got to go look it up real quick. Excuse me. You said it was a stick of dynamite. Yeah. They're not doing it properly. Five foot point. Okay, so yeah. So basically, he chucks it right behind the two ghouls. Like right here? Yeah, because it's a five foot blast okay. radius. So he just, real quick. And then they need to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Do, 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 do. 19. 
Okay, so that'll take half. Pretty sure you still killed them both. Uh, see, that's 13, so six points each. <laughs> Three goes down. One is barely standing. And it has one hit point syndrome. Oh, who would have thought that a ghoulish guy would be so uh, dexterous? <laughs> <coughs> Alright, what is your proficiency, my friend? Do, 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 do. Three, so eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven. Thirteen, is that right? Yeah, thirteen. <coughs> um Now he's just going to take a swing with the hammer. He knows this guy ain't looking too good. He hits. He kills him. Just a quick little... Get out of my face. And they go down. Um, when Mercer threw the stick at dynamite and number three exploded, something fell off of him, but it flew this way and landed here. Is it shiny? Let's go get it, man. Uh, it looks partially shiny. Like Mercer goes chases after it. Alright. Uh, Celine, can give me another saving throw? Uh, that's going to be a 19. And like I said, Mercer goes chases after it. Alright. So he runs over to here. Let me get back to that page real quick. He... Finds, he finds another mask that looks very similar to the one that Celine got from the uh, underwater Genasi guy. It was a draconic mask that was made out of the same one Mercer's already wearing. Oh wait, no, you're no. talking the okay. The mask that Mercer's wearing is a demon mask from the Abysmo Festival way back when. Uh, when you guys traded with the Genasi and he sold you the uh, algae bag of holding. Yeah, the, the one also, a day spell save advantage. Yeah, it was a Mask of Arcane Reservoir. The mask he finds looks almost exactly like hers. Yeah, that's all I can tell you for the moment. Oh, jeez. Mm. All I can tell you for the moment, but... <laughs> well... Mercer is going to grab it. He's going to go back. Selene, at this point, is going to cast Lehman's Tiny Hut. And she's like, we all need to rest, and Mercer will take the time to study. It is another mask of Arcane Reservoir. Nice. However, this one's a little different in that while he is studying it, he can tell that it only works once. Uh, you need to give me evens or odds. Evens. Evens it is. 
So it is going to be the offensive. So one time with the mask, you, when you would normally expend a spell slot, the spell slot is not expended. Hmm. Oh, geez. Hang on. I'm sorry. I got to re-roll that. I just saw here in parentheses. It does not work with masks. Give me a second here. Sorry. Right. Okay, that works. All right. One time. Uh, so the first thing you notice is the mask is actually humming loudly at all times. But one time when you would deal damage, you can use the mask to deal an additional 2d8 thunder damage nice. on the target. And um, the target has to make a DC 12 strength saving throw or is knocked prone. After you use it that one time, it's just like the items from the Arcanum. It's exhausted and it's just a normal dragon mask. Mm. Okay. Well, for the moment, he sits there and he goes, Look away! Yeah. Soft mask. <laughs> oh, Lord. Why? Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Okay. <coughs> Alright, so you guys rested for eight hours? Is that what you told me? Yeah. After that whole nearly get knocked on your butts thing? Uh, yeah, because uh, my two characters are almost dead. And out of spell slots. <laughs> yeah. You're not doing so good, man. Alright. Now you're good. Yay. Make sure to mark that you are fully healed. Yeah. Alright, so as you guys wake yeah. up... And the, uh, you can tell it's like five seconds before the, um, before the, uh, spell is about to end. And you start to hear another Dragonborn patrol start making its way. Oh, crap, man. Back towards you guys. I'm sorry, not toward, not back towards you guys. Coming out of the vault up towards you guys. Uh, is there a place we can hide? I know, it's just open wasteland. This was just all a ravine where those vents. Um, how much time does it do it? How much time do I think it's going to be until they get here? Uh, we're going to say two rounds. Dang, I need a few more rounds than that, man. Um, well, okay, so you said I, you said I, we have two rounds. Mm-hmm. Mercer runs, runs up real quick. So five, 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah, 25. And he reaches into his bag. He grabs uh, a couple blocks of the uh, glowstone. How many exactly? Uh, he's going to grab a three because he doesn't have a whole lot of time. So he just like real quick grabs three, throws them out, and boom, and goes. When the dragons get there, blow them up. You know what to do. 
and then you guys on. hear your un, unexpected friend go, all you guys just back up. I got this. What do you got to do? You see wings sprout from his back, different from the spectral wings. Just normal dragon wings sprout off his back. Esther is out. Uh, yeah, they, they all, Celine mad dashes. He flies 20 feet up. You mad dash? I'm sorry, that's her. This is him. Huh. He flies 20 feet up. That's the first round. Then he flies over 20 feet, and at the second round, they all see him, and they start, like, getting ready to shoot arrows and stuff. Fireball right here. Ha <laughs> ha! But he expends a single... Uh, Charge. Sp- uh, sp- uh, Sorcery point? Sorcery point, thank you. And instead of you seeing fire, you see this huge explosion of lightning. Even better. Blast out everywhere. These all go up, and you just see these guys all go flying in different directions. Just... And then he flies back over, lands down, and he goes... Was that what you were talking about? That's exactly what I was talking about. Cool, let's go. Yes, um, and he turns and starts walking. How, how, how many hit points do they have? I'm just curious. Uh, somewhere in the realm of about 20, 22. Esther's like, wait, what's your name? He stops, he turns, he goes, what, what'd you say? What, um, what, what, what's your name? As he's walking away, he's like, <coughs> Name's locked on. Let's go. Mercer follows. So yeah, Esther's like locked on. I'm Esther. Hi, I'm Esther. Um, sorry, we didn't ask for your name earlier. She tries to, she catches up with him and is like walking with him. So my my three rocks. Mm-hmm. Did 40 points of damage by themselves. <laughs> so, they were outright killed. The dead. Five, six, seven. And then, oh, whoa, gosh. His uh, alternate fireball attack. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Did 38 points of lightning damage. So, yeah. So, even if they <laughs> saved and take half, they still were obliterated. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I rolled five sixes out of those seven dice. Yep. So, my, my three chunks of uh, glow rock did just as much as this fireball. <laughs> Except that was one spell and for him and three rocks for you. <laughs> I still I still did more damage. Don't matter. <laughs> Is this bigger? Let him have it. <clears throat> yeah, so Mercer follows up behind him. Alright. So he follows. Esther's trying to walk like next to him. Let's get to <laughs> So as we're walking towards the chimney, the vault, or the vault, yeah. um, Celine <coughs> um, reaches into her pocket, grabs one of her trinkets, which is the uh, oh wait, never mind. Yeah, no, she does. 
Well, she actually does two things. One, as they're walking up, first thing she does, she casts Mage Armor. Second thing she does is she reaches in to her pouch and pulls out the small cabinet handle and holds it in her hand. Okay. Just holds it in her hand? Yeah, so that way she can use it when needed. Okay. That is something else that um, I wanted to bring up because I read it on one of the episodes and then I didn't follow through with it. Whenever you use one of the trinkets out of the Arcanum, there's a 10% chance it sets off a wild magic surge. Oh. You guys have used a few of them and I didn't make the roll for it, so moving forward I'm going to try to make an active effort to continue doing that. Alright? That is on you to remember. I know. I know, it's on me to remember, but uh, don't be surprised if all of a sudden I tell you to do it and you're like, hey, what? Why? Huh? Oh, that'll happen. <laughs> I guarantee it. <coughs> you're just going to do it on purpose just to screw with me, aren't you? Maybe. <laughs> <coughs> all right. Uh, back to this. So, the Vault of Embers appears to just... to. It appears to be just another low hillock, but for the twin smokestacks emerging from the rocky soil, they spew thick, dark smoke into the air, continually covering the island in a pall of smog. The earth thrums with the resonance of machinery and the labored breathing of subterranean furnaces. Each smokestack is 30 feet tall, which is what I did, I set it to scale, and 5 feet wide and continually belches smoke and flame. However, in accordance with what Esther learned per course shack, the southern smokestack is comparatively quiet. The furnace deep below the smokestack periodically ceases firing, falling quiet for one minute at a game that is ten rounds. Every hour. To sneak in, you will have to climb the smokestack, Crawl down the interior and get into the lair while the furnace is not firing. So to climb up it, we're going to need athletics checks. Oh, man. And then you need to get inside the room by scaling back down. All within ten rounds. Oh, Wait, so we got to go up and then down? you got to climb up it from the outside and oh. then descend down into it. So it's an athletics check to ascend it. An acrobatics check to repel down the tight space. Oh man. If you're successful, you actually end up descending farther down than the 30 feet because the smokestack goes down into the ground. Oh man. Okay. Should you be stuck in the smokestack and it starts firing again, it will tell you what happens. Nothing good. Alright. So with that being said, you're able to get up to the smokestack, no problem. No more pro- no more issues with terrain or other creatures appearing or anything. And you see this 30-foot tall brass smokestack that's firing currently. And then it shuts off. Um, Let's go, man. Hold on. How about you? I'm not very athletic. Mm. Um... I look at the the other dragonborn. I'm like, how long does your wings work? My normal wings, whenever I want them to. My spectral wings, about a minute. (sighs) 
So, are you wanting me to fly you guys up there? Well, I'm kind of a combination of all the above. Um, Do you guys have any rope? Yeah, I do. He's back hands him a rope. Well, so so here's my thinking. So, it won't take you too long to fly up there. Right. We could crawl into the bags of holding, hold our breath, and you just take us and scamper on down and let us out. And Are you don't... trying to get us killed, man? No, I'm trying to save myself from falling on my face down a freaking chimney pipe. Uh, Alright. I don't know how deep that chimney pipe goes past the ground level. Well, we only have to go 30 feet down, and we have a wand that can allow us passage, or basically it allows us to uh, shape the stone, and we can get in. Yeah, I've got the wand, man. So. He goes, hang on, do any of you have, like, the spell light? Uh, I, uh, go, I got a trinket for you. That'll work. It'll do dancing lights. I need it back before you, uh. Or after you expend it. Wait, wait, what, what is this? It's a small magical trinket that you can... It has the, the spell stored in it. Mm-hmm. Dancing lights. Like I can cast this over and over and over? Once. Oh, so it's like a spell scroll. Yes. But then I need the trinket back because I gotta return it which, to the Arcanium. So out of game, which trinket did you hand him? Uh, I am handing him... The steel D8. This block of steel will allow me to cast a single spell and then it's useless? Yes, but I need it back because i got to return it to my magical arcanium. You have an arcanium? Yes. You and I are talking when we get done with this. <clears throat> I got a proposal for you! <laughs> you want to let oh me use the arcanum in exchange for a scale. Okay. Oh we'll talk when we're done. All right. Well, here, here's... <laughs> okay, he hands it back and goes, then that's useless to me. Because... Wait, you said dancing lights. Yes. Okay, give me that back. So you can control them. Mm-hmm. All right. You guys get ready for your bag of holding. On the off chance something's off, that way you don't waste your time jumping in and trying to hold your breath. But it, I don't think this thing is 30 feet deep, because if it is, that means we're just dropping to the ground right here at the same base level as it is. And I wouldn't know where the heck that goes. No, it's my understanding is it goes down to the ground, but we got only my understanding is we only have to go 30 feet, shape stone, and that allows us into the forge underground area. <coughs> I and he points at Celine and goes neither of us are athletic what's going to happen is we're going to go up and then we're going to fall down <laughs> uh, I mean have some faith okay. I do that's my faith I'm going to crawl in a bag and hold my breath for the record, for the uh, for the D10 roll for the 10% chance of the wild magic surge, it's always going to be a 10. 
I'm just going to get that out there right now. That way you don't have to keep asking me, well, what do I got to roll? Okay. So, zero to ten. <coughs> yeah, if it rolls on the zero, sets off a wild magic search. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. He goes, all right, all right. Well, you guys get ready with your bag. He flies up, gets to the top of the stack, casts the spell. Nope. Okay. Sends them all down and just watches for a second. Then looks back and goes, that goes a lot deeper than 30 feet. A lot deeper than 30 feet. Well, you know. That's my point. All right, be quick. He flies back down. You all jump into the bag? Yeah, let's go, man. He holds it wide open. goes, one last breath. (laughs) He flies up, goes into the pipe, and just like, all right, here we go. (laughs) Opens the bag up and goes, all right, hurry up. I got enough room for one of you guys. Hurry up. Uh, Esther gets kicked Ah. out. All right, what are we doing here? You got friends that are suffocating. Let's go. Do the wand. Well, yeah. You hear from the bag. I do the wand. Yep. You see, the room itself is a five-foot room, so he's hovering above you, and you see a bricked-up area. You cast the wand. The wand breaks, and the bricks all shape into a doorway. And he just, like, throws the bag to the side, and you guys all roll out. Uh, <coughs> he walks, Mercer walks back over, grabs his bag, ties it all up, walks over, kicks Esther. In hey! The shit. You took so long! Man, I barely... Dude, it took, like, two seconds! Two seconds too long. Oh, my God. From there... And then this has been expended. You guys, uh, come on, I had more than that. You guys all here from, um, sorry, Hal, you're losing your base for a moment. Uh, you guys can all give me a perception check. Oh no, it's not my strong suit, man. Ooh, Selene definitely hears it. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, Let's see what that does. Mercer, 15. Uh, Selene, 25. You're aiming to beat a 12. Oh, wow. Esther ends up back. We'll perceive it. And locked on is... Got it, too. So, from the next room, in here, Mm -hmm. you hear a small voice going, We must break the chains of tyranny! We must rise up! We must stop this now before it goes any further! My brothers, I will not let you die, but you must stand with me! And it's echoing into this room. So, Mercer being Mercer, walks in there and goes, if you're trying to cause a rebellion, you should keep your voices down. As Selene goes and follows behind him. <laughs> At that, 
The entire room falls completely silent as all eyes are now focused on you guys. Hello. Mercer looks up and goes, that's the way. Good job. You've listened. Man, don't the guy who is standing on the uh, the box here steps forward and says, "And um, uh, who are uh, who might you be?" Mercer holds up his hands and goes, "Servant of Aurora," as he's doing the little quotation thingies. Um. Aka, we're here to help you. Yeah. You break into the vault, intrude into our barracks, and expect me to just believe you're here to help while you have two dragonborn following with you? Oh, hey, man, I don't How do I know you're not that. prisoners? Well, um, I mean, there's, sha- there's no shackles. Um, Esther needs to give me an intelligence check. Oh, no. Selene is going to try to persuade them. Okay. Ooh, uh, that's going to be a 12. Yeah, no. Yeah. Of course, the one time. Hmm? No. 11. No. Hold on. I have notes here. Let me find my... Gosh dang notes. Uh, where to... Where... Mercer's like sitting there and he's like mumbling to himself and he's like something uh, some torchbearer something or other with that yeah man Korshank sir Korshak and the torchbearer yeah 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 yeah. and the this guy's standing here on the barrel he kind of gives you this half cocked confused look looks back at everybody anybody know no you mean torch bear? Nobody here has any torches. Oh man, these are the oh, okay. That there's something about Korshak or Korshank, whatever the Cobalt's name was. I know Korshak. I don't know the, what torch bearer means. I don't know. So I I remember Dester mentioning something about key phrase or something to talk with. Yeah, I think that, that was. I don't think that's a that. that man. I'm gonna let Esther have another intelligence check at advantage with her proficiency. Eighteen. Okay. She remembers Korshak telling her that Zam's catchphrase, so that they know who you guys are, were Kobolds Cobalt. of the Vault. Unite. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh wait, 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 wait. Kobolds of the Vault unite. Yes. Oh. That one. Yes. That's the one. See, brothers and sisters. See, hey, they are hey, here. Hey. Voices down. You're gonna get hurt. Yeah, man. You're gonna get like Don't you, caught. Do you not know how to lead a proper? Quiet, this this place is well insulated. Nobody's going to hear anything. You say that. We'd have to go to the other side of the vault for anybody to hear any echoing voices. True, but like, you know. He, he quickly there? steps up to you and goes, Please, friends, help me convince them. Now I need another persuasion check by at least one of you. If not multitudes. Oh, um, Zabak is not persuasive at all today. Selene is going to. Uh, that's going to be a 16. 19 for us. Today. On the money. Mercer rocking a uh, persuasion because he's been talking to with a persuasion of 18. I, that's so, so you guys go into it and 
Go for it. What do you say? Basically, he's like, we're here to bring down the tyranny <coughs> of Pyre, and in conjunction, raise Aurora to her greater throat. standings to take over her mom's position. And uh, with all of your help, you will all gain favor of the new leader. And what's better than that? So this guy over here steps up and he goes, how do we know you're not here to just try and steal the loot of the vault and take off without anything? I need the forge. Yeah, I can't do anything without without getting the pyre out of here anyway, so I can use this forge. Yeah. So that has to happen. So this guy <clears throat> turns and goes, Jonak, hush. They're not here for a loop. He just said it. They're here for the forge. We have to take down Pyre. Zam, you've seen person after person get killed. They're here to help us, Jonak. Stop. It is time to take off these chains of oppression. It is time that we overthrow the draconic ruling class. Yeah, man. Screw them dragons. I mean, Let's not us. Let's do obviously. this. Let the revolution begin. Yes. And they all cheer for him all of a sudden. Even the guy who was trying to argue with him goes, Fine, let's do this. And all but this yeah. guy scatter down this hall or into these different ways and you see them jumping into little ports and tunnels and different uh, pipes that are just big enough to, I, for them to fit in. I wait like, you know, a good solid 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. You're hearing them jump in and the door's all going Yeah, like like I said, I wait a good 30 seconds making sure that they're all gone. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'm absolutely here for the vault too. <laughs> <laughs> Anvil first, or forge first, vault second. Mm-hmm. I will share. I will. I will. I will not be greedy and take everything. I will share, but just being yeah. honest here. Now, so as you see them all jumping into the tiny vents and pipes and everything, you begin to hear um, uh, passageways echoes with the sounds of shouts, explosion, screeching machinery as the kobolds begin to revolt. Um, Zam remains behind with all of you as the chaos unleashes, and his manner has now become far more pragmatic. Mm. He looks at, at you guys and goes, You understand, you just put yourselves in a position where my people, their fates now rest in your hands. Yeah, man, we got you. They're going through and trying to disarm as much as they can, but that'll all be for nothing if you guys aren't successful. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, we are trying to go up against a, what, adult red dragon yeah. uh, wearing adamantium. Uh, I believe that was that was correct, Lux? Or Lox? Yeah, yeah, Pyre, yes. Yeah. The adamantium armored red dragon. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's not a, a small task. Let's just True. be honest. True, but believe me, if you tried coming in here and nobody did anything, you'd all be dead within the first five steps with all the traps and everything that are set. True. Now, my people know these vents and these pipes, these hallways, the whole nine, like the backs of their hands. And what you're hearing right now is them tearing this place apart to make it easier for you guys to get through. Beautiful. I'm going to recommend one thing. Mm-hmm. Keep moving forward, and if you're able to liberate any dragon-forged armaments, take them, use them. Heck yeah, Trust man. me, they will help you get to the forge 
quicker. It might not be continuously useful, but even one-time use might make the difference between success and failure. Amen to that. I'll be completely honest with you. If I saw a weapon, I'm taking it. Mm -hmm. I didn't say it was necessarily a weapon. It could be a weapon. It could be a wand. It could be a mask like what your friend has on right there. Oh, you mean like the one I'm wearing too? He leans in, squints his eyes, and goes, Oh, yeah, here you go. I'll be dang. How'd you guys get those? Uh, Well, we got one off of a vendor. That one seems way more useful than this one. This one's... This one's a one-shot wonder. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, okay. Uh, Anyways. Well, um, so, uh, yeah. Good luck. I need to get with the rest of my people, and, um, yeah. What's the best way to go, left or right? From the way he's looking at you guys this way, he points to his right down this hallway. Perfect. Let's go. And it walks off. He runs, he jumps into a vent, shuts the door, turns the wheel, and takes off. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can find us on Facebook at The LARP Channel. Until next time, stay safe and have fun.